Hi, this is Jim Lyon. You're listening to Viewpoint with me today for this new year, Jay Harvey. How are you, Jim? Happy New Year. And same right back at you. Always mm-hmm. glad to see you, Jay. And, you know, as this new year has dawned, we here at CBH Viewpoint are opening a new series, and it has to do with Wired. What is really wired into us? How are we wired? Mm-hmm. And can we be changed, or are we just locked into a particular way of being? Mm. There's so much out there today about our DNA. The science of genetics is exponentially exploding. Yes. I mean, every day there's new advance in research, understanding this phenomenal language of our chromosomes. And we're at Viewpoint looking at the implications as we look at a new year. Have you got some new year resolutions? I do, but they're kind of the same ones all the time. And they just <laughs> The kind ones of... you didn't keep last year, you exactly. want to renew this year? I'm just trying to renew. I mean, how many pounds am I going to lose this year yes, after right, all? Right. And how much exercise will I really be able to step up? And mm-hmm. will I really be able to save more money and, and just be a more responsible <laughs> steward and have a better <laughs> retirement? And, and what about... Well, on and on we could go, yes. and most of us understand that our resolutions often are just good intentions. Right. But then I sometimes think, can I really change? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm just wired that way. I know, maybe that's just the way I am, and so why even try? Well, that's what we're talking about. There's so much science now about who we are exposed in our DNA code, and what does that imply about who we might be? We're going to explore that. We hope you'll stay with us. We'll be right back. So, Jay, I'm sure you've seen the commercials, 23andMe, Ancestry.com, Family Mm -hmm. Tree. They're all trying to get us to do the same thing. Submit a DNA sample, Mm -hmm. usually saliva, to a lab so we can have our DNA analyzed and get feedback. Have you done that? I I have not, but I want to and I'm going to. Oh, Oh, sure. Make okay. that a New Year's resolution. Let's okay. see if you pull it off. Okay. That, that's my only resolution. So <laughs> You know what? It's it. so easy. And, you know, it might cost you 50 bucks or 99 bucks. It depends on uh, the brand and the season. Sometimes they have it on sale. But I've done it. I use 23andMe, and they send you a little kit, and there's a little vial, and you have to spit into it. Okay. don't want to okay. tell you more than you want to know, but that's it's okay. not so easy as it sounds because you have to have spit without bubbles. I, I'm sure. I, so I, it, right. it takes a little effort, but right. you fill that vial, you put it in the sealed envelope, send it back, the lab looks it over, and in a few weeks you get reports back. Now, you have options when you send in this sample because you could just get an initial report. Mm -hmm. Some people want to guard their DNA, so they don't want it to go into any other research engine, but I decided I would allow mine to go into a research pool. Mm -hmm. And uh, that means that I've allowed my DNA, my unique singular DNA, to be part of medical research. Part of 23andMe, for instance, was developed with a passion to look for medical answers to some of the problems we have, like Parkinson's and and Alzheimer's and so on. So I decided, hey, I'll play ball, I'll be in the research pool, but what that also means is I now continually get reports back as science advances. So I've been in this for two years, and I still get reports about medical breakthroughs. So my DNA has told me about my ethnicity. I already knew that because my parents are both Irish-born citizens. I'm Mm -hmm. an Irish citizen by birth. So I knew that I'd have Irish blood in me, and boy, that was demonstrated in my (laughs) DNA. I know that I have blue eyes. They don't have a picture of me, but they sent it back. My test came back and said, you've got blue eyes. (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, They know 
the DNA tells the lab things about my hair thinning and whether my earlobe's attached and all kinds of stuff like that. But perhaps more importantly, it is looking for genetic markers that might suggest I have a predisposition to some health challenge. Mm-hmm. So there are some advances about Alzheimer's and Parkinson's, for instance, and, and genetic markers. Wow. I'm so thankful so far in the many reports I've received back that my DNA does not have any markers for any of these maladies. So I, I get negative reports, which are really positive outcomes. Gotcha. Except for one. Oh, I got one back that one said, back. Okay. I have a genetic marker that I have a predisposition to macular degeneration. That's, a, that's an eyesight issue. And actually, I know in my birth family, some people have that. It all makes sense. That allows me to go to the eye doctor and pay special attention uh, in my exam for macular degeneration. Wow, and fascinating. And that can help me. So there's some real merit to that. But, yeah. but all that, I'm telling you that whole story to say, our DNA was created, I believe, perfectly, and it's been corrupted over time. In other mm-hmm. words, human DNA is the stuff of wonder, and it's mm. so, so complicated, and the design is so intricate. It makes everything else in science almost seem like simple. And yet, for all of its perfection, it has some corrupting places. So right, right. I don't think my original DNA, let's say if I went back to the Garden of Eden type, mm-hmm. that probably had macular degeneration. Something happened that has allowed our DNA to have some flaws. Sure. But in the beginning, I think I was made, I say I, humanity was made right. perfectly. Right. That takes us to the scripture. Right. And when we come back, I want you to look with me, Jay, at a passage in the Old Testament from the Psalms that talks about the spectacle of human development and where it comes from and why it's so amazing. And then we can talk about why it doesn't always work. Oh, my soul, oh, how you worry, oh, how you weary from fearing you lost control. This was the one thing didn't see coming and no one would blame you though if you cried in private if you tried to hide it away so no one knows no one will see if you stop believing
There's a place where fear has to face the God you know. As you're listening to Viewpoint today, we want you to know we're always glad to hear from you. We have a toll-free number that works 24 hours a day and seven days a week, 1-800-757-VIEW. That's 1-800-757-8439. Give us a call. A member of our Viewpoint team is always right by the phone, ready to hear from you. I'll give you the number again before our program closes, but we just want you to know your voice matters to us. We're talking about DNA, genetic science, and its mystery and its amazing properties. In the Old Testament, in the 139th Psalm, there's some very famous words that describe how we have been formed. Jay, I know you have that open right now. I do. What does it say? Here are uh, some of those scriptures. O Lord, you have examined my heart and know everything about me. You know when I sit down or stand up. You know my every thought when far away. You chart the path ahead of me and tell me where to stop and rest. Every moment you know where I am. You know what I'm going to say, even before I say it, Lord. You both proceed and follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. Such knowledge is too wonderful, too great for me to know. It goes on and says, You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous and how well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. Wow. There the psalmist is describing the complete knowledge of God of that which he has made in his own image, and that's you and me. Mm -hmm. That's humanity. And uh, the psalmist reflects upon his own journey, knowing that God knows everything about him, knows his past and his present, his future, and also knows about his physique. Yes. and, And describes how he was fearfully and wonderfully made. I mean, in the most amazing way I was formed, and you watched me being formed, even in my mother's womb. We know now from science that the driver of that formation is our DNA. Mm -hmm. Francis Collins is now the head of the National Institutes of Health. Uh, This is a $32 billion federal agency in the United States that governs medical research on many fields. And Collins has ascended to this very high post because I think in large part, to some earlier successes he had. He was the father of the Human Genome Project in the 1980s and 90s, which actually mapped DNA and and helped us discover some of the phenomenal complexity of our chromosomal being, the baseline of human physique and physicality and so on. And this, this fantastic 
uh, discovery, which actually predates Collins and the Genome Project, because it was earlier than that that the, the what's called the double helix was right. uh, uncovered. But the Genome Project helped us understand how to interpret the hieroglyphics of DNA. Oh. And that has opened up a huge horizon of science and medicine. And Collins, I, I listened to him speak in person a few months ago, and I was so inspired. He is a man of faith. And he's written a book called The Language of God, mm -hmm. because for him, the scientific complexity is a kind of language of the divine. And uh, as he has wrestled with this deep knowledge of the DNA, he's even more affirmed that there is a an element of intelligent design, that there is a maker, there is a creator, because it's so complicated. And he's not the only one to come to that conclusion in the scientific community. Have you ever heard the name of Anthony Flew? Yes. I mean, this guy was a famous British academic, brilliant man, who was also one of the most articulate opponents of any theistic faith right. that could be imagined. He was an atheist, and he opposed on the merits, in his view, the concept of a god. He believed that all of our physical world is consequent to chance, mm -hmm. random forces that have evolved over time, whether it be in life, plant life, or animal life, or whether it just be even in geology or astronomy. These were all products of random chance. And that's where he was fixed until he got to be about 81 years old. In his 80s, he began to change his tune. And do you know why, Jay? Well, because the genetic science had advanced, and he's following the science. That's right. And as genetic science was unpacking the complexity of DNA, he was astounded. And he kind of came to the conclusion, if I could paraphrase him, that the whole rest of the universe, the way in which the planets move with such precision, you know, all of the things that he had before thought, well, had been the consequence of random chance. Even the molecular structures of our world and so on, he, he could see that in an evolutionary process, a developmental process without any intelligent design. He was good with all that until DNA was uncovered. And the complexity of it, the amazing engineering that just is astounding, it's so overwhelming that he then concluded there must be a God. It was this discipline of science, genetics, that forced him into a new position, even at his advanced age, saying, you know what, this could not have occurred by random. Right. It is too complicated. And, and when I think about that story, when I think about how science is advancing and, and, and the topic that we're talking about, which is exciting and, and actually scary for some who want to just stick to, well, the Bible says so. But see, they go together. And, and, and we read that in the psalm because in this translation of the Psalm 139, uh, the writer says he's giving thanks to God for making him fearfully, but also so complex. They're, they're, we can be grateful for these things that we're uncovering because they are leading us to land on the idea that there has to be, I guess, an architect behind this complex work. And of course, you and I both would say that that is God, the Lord Jesus, who created all things. Now, it's right there, but for these people who are following science, they're following the complexity and coming to the same conclusion, which that's what fascinates me. We're all getting there one way or the other. Science does not generate new truth. Exactly. Science uncovers truth exactly. already existing right. that's just now discovered by human eyes. And 
that's what genetics does right now. It is one of the most rapidly developing and exponentially expanding disciplines of science. And the farther we get into it, the more amazing it becomes. And it all comes down to this DNA, which is the roadmap for the development of humankind. And it transmits from generation to generation in incredible ways that are still not altogether understood, this definition of who we are. Mm-hmm. Ah, but that brings me back to the beginning mm-hmm. of what we were talking about. And that is my DNA isn't always perfect. And even right. though I've got a 23andMe, I've discovered through my own DNA analysis, I've got some things in my DNA that are not without flaw. I'm predisposed to macular degeneration. I don't believe that God created the universe so that people could lose their sight. Right. So what you're telling me, and I must understand, is that if I order the 23andMe, it's not going to come back and say, tell your wife you've been right about everything, right? That's not what we get. We see some potential flaws. And there are things in this world that are broken. And we can see that in natural disasters, but we can also see it in the roadmap of our own cell life. As we think about how our DNA was formed by God in the beginning, human DNA, and I believe perfect. When God looked at the creation, he said, it's good. He knew it was just right. But then as Genesis tells us, there was the corruption of creation as sin, the enemy of our souls, the mysterious adversary, Satan, scratched the surface of creation and got inside of the human heart and everything was corrupted. Even our physical DNA, I believe, was corrupted. And the story of the gospel from Genesis to Revelation is God taking back what hell has stolen. It's about God redeeming and recreating and making new and restoring that perfect order. And we're in that season now where Jesus has come into the world and proved he is Lord of all. And before he comes back a second time, it's our privilege to live in an age when that redemptive plan of God is taking place until he comes back, Jesus does, and makes all things right as it was in Eden's day. And right now, science and medicine are helping us take back some of those things that hell has stolen. A few months ago, as I was listening to Francis Collins, he was describing how medicine was advancing and how markers are being discovered in the base codes of our human frame. And they're being addressed. And in a way, they're being restored. They're taking back what hell has stolen. And we're in that process. And even as medicine is discovering new ways to make us healthier, uh, we need to all remember as we face a new year that God is still the author and he has the capacity, the one who made us fearfully and wonderfully, who knew us from before we were actually born, who watched us develop in our mother's womb. That God is still on the job. And if you surrender your life into his hand, if you are willing to acknowledge that you need him, that even your own conduct is corrupted because all of us make choices we know we should not. We've all sinned. We've all done wrong. Sometimes we've refused to do something that would have been right and that itself is wrong. Sometimes we actually just are proactive and do wrong. We all have memory of that. And that is something God can redeem. And as he redeems our spiritual selves, he could also begin rewiring our physical selves. Mm -hmm. And the promise of God is that when we're born again in Christ, we will have eternal life. I believe our DNA will be reworked in some miraculous way that we can't yet understand that will give us the same power of eternal life that 
was known in the Garden of Eden at the beginning, before creation was corrupted. Folks, this new year, don't live it like you did last year. Things can get better. You can be better. There is hope. God, your maker, knows you, and he's waiting for you to place your life in his hands. And as you do, he can do what is not imagined. He can do great and wonderful things. Find life. Find peace. Give yourself to him. How do you even start? Here's how. Start with a prayer. Take a deep breath right now. Focus on God. Pray with us. I promise you he will listen. Here we go. Our Father, we're so thankful today that you know us, that you've seen each of us before we were even conceived. You imagined us, and then you watched us develop in our mother's womb. You've seen our life unfold. You know where we're headed, and you long for us to be headed in the right way. We're thankful, Lord, that you who are our maker love us and care for us. You didn't just bring us into being and walk away. You have come into this world in the person of Jesus to redeem us, to save us. Thank you for your work of redemption, restoration, and recreation. And Lord, we ask that as this new year dawns, you will take us and breathe new life into us, rewire us, and make us, Lord, what you intended us to be at the beginning. Father, we surrender our lives into your hands. We admit our sin and our fault and ask you, Lord, to make us new. Transform our minds and transform our bodies and empower us to be exactly what you have intended for heaven's sake. Breathe life into us, we ask this new year, and we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
If you prayed with us, or even if you didn't pray with us, please give us a call and let us walk with you. We're so glad to hear your voice. You can dial this number, remember, 24 hours a day and seven days a week, toll free, 1-800-757-VIEW. That's 1-800-757-8439. We're by the phone. Please, let us hear from you. Now, Jay, I know some people are just a little reluctant to call up the phone. Mm-hmm. What could they do online? Where would they find us? They would find us at www.cbhviewpoint.org. That's CBH, Christians Broadcasting Hope. That's who we are, cbhviewpoint.org. Check us out online or send us an email. We will reply, I promise. Or at the last, just send me a letter. Address it to Jim Lyon, Viewpoint, Post Office Box 2420, Anderson, Indiana, 46018, USA. But whether you check us out online, whether you send me a letter, or just give us a call, please let us hear from you this week as this new year opens. We want you to know that we're always glad to hear from you and that we really believe what we're saying. And we have been eyewitnesses to the power of God to redeem and renew. And we hope that you'll give it a chance. Jay Harvey, thanks for coming alongside. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you. The science is amazing, and I'm not afraid of it. It's uncovering the truth of God, and this has been great. And we hope that you'll stay with us as we continue to unpack this series in the weeks coming up. And we want you to know also that we have a convention. Uh, It happens every now and then, and it's coming up next in June of 2019 in Orlando, Florida at the Marriott World Resort. It's just right across the street from Disney World. A great venue and a great time. Beginning June 27, you're welcome. You can find details at our website for the convention called Chog Convention. C-H-O-G, that's the Church of God, chogconvention.org. Read about the convention there, sign up. Wow, it'd be great to see you. And you'll be surrounded there with others who are also seeking new life, restoration in Christ. For all of us at the Viewpoint team, for all of us at Church of God Ministries, which is the host of our broadcast, and for all of us right here in our studio, we're so glad you joined us. We hope that you'll be back with us again next week. And until then, stay tuned.